Fired Up Fridays app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play stores. Well, hello there, family. You're listening to Fired Up Fridays with Steve Ryan. Fired Up Fridays, all right. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? Welcome to Fire It Up Friday. Hello, <laughs> hey. All right, we got uh, John and Tim in the house with the uh, Toddler Pillars uh, NFTs. So, would you like to tell us about it? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I guess I could start off by saying, um, yeah, we're we're both from the traditional art worlds, uh, like. Um, yeah, we're both um, like I'm a sculpt, sculptor, painter, and drawer, and, and Tim does um, you know um, watercolor paintings and uh, and graphic uh, novels, and I guess a lot of digital work as well. So um, yeah, but um, the toddler pillars have like a, a 20 year history. Like I first created the toddler pillars uh, in 2002. I created a toddler pillar sculpture. Uh, maybe you could share that that image as well uh if you scroll up a little bit um so they were basically a series of yeah that one there that they were the early ones not though a lot more simple they were just a series of doll sculptures which were kind of like segmented sort of um insect-like uh doll sculptures um you know in the forms of centipedes uh caterpillars uh scorpions all different kinds of insects and um and they were quite popular in the early 2000s like they they used to go uh, viral online frequently um, and uh, they were kind of memed and shared all over the place and they were published in, you know, a lot of magazines including FHM, Maxim, Bazaar. I think they were in Juxtapose and High Fructose at some stage too and they were publishing a lot of books and they were kind of, um, yeah, they became more and more complex over the years and you can see that one there is like a pretty massive one with over 100 dolls um that was kind of more almost like a mythical creature like a hydra hydra beast uh uh with the three sort of uh heads but um yeah basically they sort of i guess they put me on the map uh in my early career and i i was kind of known for these these uh sculptures and from there um i don't know i just kept you know um like I was always painting and drawing and, and everything, but they were the things that I was better known for. And and I, I sort of moved on in 2000 and um, what is it? 2011 uh, and, and created my last toddler pillar. I think if you scroll up, you'll see that one. Sorry. I just showed the last one just briefly. Uh-huh. Um, just, I think just above that one. Yeah. So that was the last one. And um and then I sort of focused more on my, my other artwork and, um, and I ended up opening a brick-and-mortar art gallery. So I, I own a commercial art gallery that specialises in surreal art. And, um, and just to cut a long story short, um, I got right into crypto in 2017 and then even more into crypto in 2000 or last year um, and then got right into NFTs uh, early this year and really excited about the technology and, you know, what was going on here and minted a bunch of one-of-ones. And then uh, a few months ago, I asked Tim, uh, who's like, we've been friends for like um, uh, 15 years. And also Tim is is also one of the artists who shows at our gallery, at Bain Art Gallery. Um, and I, I basically asked him if uh, he would be interested in joining me in this project and bringing the toddler pillars back to life in a in a sort of PFP project um, on the blockchain on Ethereum. And this is what we've been doing ever since. So I guess now, if you if you segue <laughs> to the the Twitter page with the the slideshow of the toddler pillars, then they can see people can see what I'm talking about. And that is the very brief history of toddler pillars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. They look awesome. Like I'm super, super, super excited about the toddler pillars. And thank you. Definitely am looking forward to getting some. <laughs> it's so great yeah, having all of them 
just running past like that, you know, after. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah when we've, they were um, getting Like wow. seeing them like that, it kind of, you, you sort of um, don't get the feeling of the, like, thousands of hours of work in there. It's just like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what originally um inspired you for that original for your original toddler pillars like uh, uh look I'd, i i've sort of had my my artwork is very intuitive i i don't really um it's not like i never really set out to do something something just kind of takes my interest and just kind of comes out of me you know like um uh so it was fairly it was fairly spontaneous um i mean i look to be to be perfectly honest, I'm uh, I was taking a lot of acid at the time, um, right. and um, <laughs> I was, I mean, I'm being very honest uh, in in these interviews and sort of sharing that fact because um, you know it's true and it's sort of I think it definitely had an influence. Um, and just to put that into context, I'm actually cl- I'm I'm almost 11 years clean and sober, so I haven't touched any drugs or alcohol for that period of time. So you know I used to have a drug problem. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was sort of more of a fun period of time where I was taking psychedelics and I was sort of experimenting with my art and, um, and I think some really wonderful sort of, um, things can come of, uh, you know, experimentation with psychedelics, um, unless it sort of spirals out of control into some sort of addictive problem, which it did for me. Uh, but, um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> At that stage, it was it was a lot of fun, and somehow I sort of had a lot of uh, a lot of dolls around, and I was sort of making making art out of dolls, not just dolls, but toys in general. And you know, I just kind of uh, you know, I was pulling dolls apart and I'm putting them together in interesting ways, and it kind of just occurred to me that uh, when you put them together in a certain way, they look like insects, and and I was just really excited by that idea, and and just went with it for like many many years <laughs> wow <laughs> i think the spirit of surrealism runs through from the very beginning you know like that's that's in the dna of the whole project and um you know just knowing john and the stuff that john likes and the stuff he shows you know the surrealism is features pretty large um as it does for me with the things that i do and, and like yeah right. definitely a lot of influence there Definitely, like a lot of influence coming from the the surrealist movement, um, among other things, and also psychedelic art movement, uh, the underground comic movement. You know, there's so many influences in there, and reasons why we sort of create the things that we create. You know, um, right? It, it all kind of it all goes in 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 through the eyes, and then kind of gets mushed up in the brain and comes out somehow. You know? Yeah, because I know. When you add psychedelics to the mix, it can turn into toddler pillars. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I can just imagine people seeing the, you know, seeing your site, seeing, you know, like seeing this and wondering like, okay, what was in your mind as you were sculpting this? You know, because <laughs> it's a wonderful piece. It really is, you know. Yeah. See, for me, um, I, I really believe, I really am quite into the, the, the approach of the surrealists in that sense. Mm-hmm. I, I love how, how much um, they they let the the unconscious sort of lead their process. And, um, you know, a lot of artists uh, in other movements and, and contemporary artists are really sort of concept-driven and really sort of, you know, formulate ideas and sketch those ideas out and really sort of come up with a really solid theme before they even create the artwork themselves. Well, the artwork right. itself. Whereas for me, like, I mean, the Surrealist kind of innovated that whole concept of the unconscious process, and that's definitely where I'm coming from. So if someone was to ask me why or how did I sort of come up with this idea, my answer would be I have no idea. <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked it, and I, kept, and I kept going with it, and I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoy that intuitive process, and I yeah. do, like, look at my work after I create it and I sometimes psychoanalyze myself. And I think the surrealists did that too, you know, it's like, yeah. what, what does this actually mean? You know, what, what does this piece say about me? You know, what issues, right. which psychological <laughs> issues are coming through in this piece? <laughs> it's great creating something and then showing it to someone. And then, and then, you know, it goes, there's, there's that level of it too, sort of 
seeing what other people um, gain from something that comes from an unconscious place within yourself and, you know, getting people's reaction and then going, really? It's interesting <laughs> that you would think. That. Yeah, yeah. And Rule, sometimes, I find, sometimes I find other people's um, in uh, – uh, other people's um, interpretations of my my work more insightful than my own interpretations. Like people yeah. have people have looked at my work and sort of said, um, "So, I mean, do you have you know some kind of you know, I don't know issue with your mother?" And it's like, yes, <laughs> I think you may be right. You know, I think there might be an issue there. <laughs> I think there are some significant issues there. Yeah, sure. You know, I'm a Jewish guy. I've got, I've got, you know, a neurotic mother. <laughs> I, I can, I can see why they would ask that. <laughs> and and so, a lot of my, work, a lot of my work is related to, um, I don't know, um, infancy. You know, children, babies. You know, like I mean. I, and pregnancy. I don't. I don't even know why. But these. I mean. I guess these things are hard coded in our in our DNA. It's such right. a significant event. You know. It's how we all come to be in this world. And even if you look at my drawings and paintings and everything, there's always an element of that. Yeah. Wow. So for those of you listening, what we're looking at. Um, you know. Of course, you can watch the video podcast, but. I, I hope I don't get the description wrong. But feel free to jump in, guys, and let me know. Uh, but it's like a, a a doll with a blonde hair baby that's a caterpillar um, with a ton of legs and arms, but it's in a cool way. Like they're standing up mad or angry. <laughs> but the other yeah. one is chilling. The other one is like, okay, what's yeah, up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess the idea is that like each doll part is like a segment of the insect and, and there's – um. Yeah, they just kind of mimic um, insect-like forms for sure. Like it just it just makes sense. Like it's kind of like someone like people have said, um, you know, how did you come up with this idea? Why would you do this? You know, what made you think of it? And it's like it's just it's obvious. You know, like as soon as you put two doll torsos together, it's like of course it's an insect. You know, it's like right. why wouldn't, why wouldn't you make a toddler pillar? <laughs> That's the <Wow>. answer. <laughs> <laughs> Did you call it toddler pillar back then when you made it or No, they were called toddlerpedes because they were like they were like uh part toddler part centipede. Yeah. But I sort of rena- renamed them um more um yeah, just recently before this project's launched. Ah. So what inspired toddler pillar instead of toddlerpede? <laughs> well, I think the new the new characters um the new creatures look more like caterpillars than centipedes i think you know that's that's a significant thing i think caterpillars are a lot cuter than centipedes centipedes aren't particularly cute <laughs> right there's something slightly menacing about centipedes whereas you know the, yeah. the connotation i i can see what you mean yeah because looking at these things it's like oh but the other one is like um yeah see these are cool it's like right on the edge of like cool but anymore it's like oh my god i don't know if i should be thinking it's cool or scary like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but centipede yeah. is like yeah i can see what you mean centipede is like oh i'm, I'm about to eat you or get you you know <laughs> fired up friday we'll be right back after these messages Come and tap into the worldwide audience of Fired Up Fridays. Do you have an inspiring story? Have you gone through any type of challenges but you found a way to make it through? We would love to hear your story on Fired Up Fridays. Visit steveryan.com today. Yeah, so I think I think as well, like, we really sort of made a conscious decision near the beginning of this project to, to really incorporate a, a significant amount of cuteness. Um, we wanted to balance out the cute with the ugly and the, well, sorry, I should, we wanted to balance out the, the ugly with the cute and the, you know, the, um, I guess, yeah, I mean, just, just the whimsy really and the horror. Balance. Yeah. <laughs> the whimsy and the horror, well, the horror with the whimsy. <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 So we wanted to sort of try and balance it out because we're both into some pretty dark sort of um, influences. You know, we're both influenced by, you know, I guess if we let our, our, um, our personal tastes fully direct this, this, uh, this, this project, it would have probably been a, a bit darker. But um, oh. but th- then again, that's not true because we we both like sort of absurdism and stuff. But we definitely we made a conscious effort to sort of try and um, balance it out with a, a a level of cuteness, whimsy, and um, and beauty. Even you know, yeah. Who was to say what? We're be, both uh, big horror movies. Oh, what you say? We're both big, um, you know, horror movies, you know, and that sort of. I, I, and I think the stuff that we have included struck a real chord with the. Community, and it's probably worth saying as well, John, that um, it's a lot of what's going on with the Total Pillars isn't, you know, it's it's us, but it's it's also the community with the community suggestions. And um, yep. early on, a lot of those suggestions were um, getting pretty pretty crazy and dark. We were like, <laughs> not dark, but you know, we need to balance this out. Like, <laughs> it's, it's getting um, yeah. it's a fine line, That's- you know. I, I, and I feel like we we did a good job in the end. Um, over the vast amount of traits um, that are yeah. there in the project, there's 888 traits uh, in in our in our toddler pillar project, um, and I think that that is. I think we've sort of innovated something there. Um, from what I can tell, uh, most PFP projects have anywhere from 150 or even less to 300 at most. In fact. A lot of uh, PFP NFT collections. Um, PFP means profile picture, so that's kind of where that all comes from. Uh, a lot of those projects boast like um, 300 is like we've got 300 traits, and that's like a, that's like an extremely high number of traits in in this scene. So we really wanted to like smash that record <laughs> and and uh, and and, uh, and hurt Tim's hand. And but John didn't tell me this when when I when we started. I you know <laughs> I didn't, didn't know exactly how much work we were going to do. I don't think John did either. But you know we were no. halfway through, and John was like, "You said how many have we done, and how long have we got? Do you think we could do like? I think originally you said a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I, you know, I'm new to this space too, so I wasn't really sure what was um, you know, uh, the standard. I did. I did. Frankly, didn't have the time to do anything but draw for like 15, 16 hours a day for like five weeks. It's crazy. Wow. And so when John wow. is like, "Let's do this many," I was like, "I, I guess, yeah, okay." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it tricked me. But it worked out well in the end. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that that's. Um, I guess one of my motivations coming from the. Well, coming from the traditional art world and then the one-of-one one NFT space is was to sort of create something tr- truly unique, you know, because right. I, I was looking at the PFP sort of space and seeing that there was a lot, of, a lot of projects were quite simplistic when it came to the actual artwork itself. Uh, there wasn't a lot of detail. There weren't a lot of traits. Um, and, and when you look at sort of like the super rare... Uh, the super rares within their set, you know, because of how it works is you, it's all according to rarity. Their rare ones were quite unique, but their common ones all looked pretty much the same, you know, um, in those projects. Whereas when you've got 888 traits and whatever number of permutations that creates within a set of 9,999 toddler pillars, even the even the um, the most common toddler pillars will look very different to each other. Because whoa, 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 wait, time out, wait, okay. nine thousand eight hundred. Wait, can you break it down for us? <laughs> so, a lot of these projects have ten, ten thousands NFTs in them. Like uh, that's kind of like a precedent that was set by the uh, CryptoPunks, which is like the OG kind of ten K project. Uh, the right. one where that's the one where like one punk is worth millions of dollars, kind of thing, uh, and then the um, more recently, the Bored Apes and the Cool Cats, you know, they're kind of like the blue chip sort of NFT 10K projects. So just to be a bit of a, a, a bit of a, I don't know, just to be a bit of a troll, I decided to do a 9,999 uh, projects because 
don't know, that's one less than 10K. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> so, so, there, so there's 9,999 toddler pillars? There will be. There aren't any toddler pillars, actually, because the mint oh. uh, hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, the whole thing is, is entirely randomized. Tim and I have no say over what the imagery ends up looking like because we've, we've put the traits in. The, um, the smart contract developers are creating the, the contract. But when people mint, that's when all of the traits are merged together and, and the, what, what, ca- what characteristic, what traits are, are sort of, I guess, uh, put onto to what toddler pillar is completely up to chance. That's, that's um, like algorithmic. Oh, okay. So basically what you guys have been working on is like creating all the traits, but as people are purchasing and minting, that's when it's going to be created right before their eyes. Well, not right yep. before their eyes. Um, there is a, there's a delay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's actually, so what happens is they get, when they mint, so the, our, mm-hmm. our, our, our pre-sale mint happens in uh, on the 16th of November. There's like a, a three-day uh, uh, pre-sale. Um, when that happens, they get like more of a kind of a, a placeholder. Like they buy a toddler pillar and they get this kind of wild card. They don't get to see what it is until the reveal. And we're using Chainlink to do this process. So it actually isn't generated on the spot like that. What happens is, when when our um, smart contract developers push the reveal, their then their wildcard turn that that's when the traits are attributed towards to their toddler pillars. So it all wow. happens after the fact, yeah, and it all happens in one go, yeah, at the same time. So at the same, nobody can see any toddler pillar before anybody else. So it's like a boom. Here we go. Here's the whole collection. Yeah. Wow. So there's a period of there's a period of days where they've got this sort of toddler pillar wildcard and they don't know what traits they've got. They might have one of the most common ones, they might have one of the most rare ones. And you probably know in this scene uh, that the rare ones can fetch like an extraordinary amount of money. So it's kind of like it's this fun kind of unboxing kind of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Are you gonna have like a release party, like an online release yeah. party or something. I imagine we'll probably do it on Twitter space, you know, it's just, that's where we live. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and what day uh, have you set a date yet for like the big release? Um, no, cause we have to kind of, uh, so there's the three day pre-sale, but then there's a public sale and it really depends on how quick the public sale takes to sell out. Uh, I, I believe it'll be really quick, but what we might do is push a, um, a reveal, before the public sale is entirely sold out because we don't want to leave people hanging for too long. So there might yeah. be like partial reveal. I've, got, I've still got to work this out with the developers, but just say we've sold 8,000, you know, or, or even 7,000 and it's, you know, there's been a, a day or two of public sale. There's been three days of, of private sale. I, I, would put, I would like to push like a, a reveal so that everyone who's had has their their wildcard toddler pillar at that point gets a reveal and then, you know, then uh, push the rest of the reveal after the rest is sold out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, we've right. got to work out the mechanics of that. Yeah. That hasn't been worked out yet. Yeah. A lot to do in a short amount of time. <laughs> well, we've, got, we've got Tim and I are artists, so we, we have no idea about that, the technical side of stuff, but that's, we've got, that's in capable hands. So, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, so when you, when you, um, both of you had put this together, like what's, what's the process? Do you draw it out like on paper or? That digitally? would be Tim's It's all, um, done it, totally digitally. Um, I've done, I did the whole project on my iPad. Um, a lot of it's just sitting in bed because <laughs> I couldn't sit at my desk for 15 hours a day without, um, excruciating pain in my back. Um, Although I feel like I've been in like outer space and my muscles have atrophied at this point, so I'm I'm really out of shape. <laughs> it's bad, um, but I'll, I'll get I'll get better. Um, and so you know we we started with a uh, you know there's an outline basically the, the the one thing that is the only thing that is the same in every single toddler pillar is that um, solid outline around the edge of the um, 
you know, the base color of whatever the can toddler you show color the is. Slideshow while we while Tim's talking about this, so people can mm -hmm. see what he's talking about. Absolutely. Thank you. So, so we started there um, because we, you know, with any project, especially if it's going to have iterations, you know, you want to have a have a base level sorted out as soon as possible. Um, you know, and everything springs off that. So that black outline around the around the edge of the actual toddler pillar itself, regardless of the traits, is is where we started. You know, and we we took a we took a few days to get that right, I think, or at least at least a day of like, you know, this arm needs to be a bit more like this. And you know, John John's got a very um, fine eye for detail, and um, he calls it millimeter eyes. Um, you know, move, move that finger one millimeter in that direction. Um, wasn't quite pixels, thank God, but um. And then once that was done, we decided we needed to kind of build a couple of toddler pillars that were, you know, um, pro pro just prototype kind of proof of like what these things were going to look like. Um, and so we sort of went from there and like, well, you know, what could we put in this hand? And we, we worked very, very closely right at the beginning. Um, we worked very closely, but um, once we sort of had things rolling and once the Discord started happening and once we started the suggest a trait um you know uh room we started getting suggestions roll rolling in um they haven't stopped from the community um we started in those ideas and you know john would have an idea it said can we can we do this can we do that um one of our a lot of traits have become um little sort of almost spin-off shows in their own like already, um, you know, the ones that we've revealed um, in their own right. Um, in particular, there's a character um, in the in the top uh, left hand, um, which is stage left. Um, we had a category that we at first we called it fam familiars, as in sort of like a, you know, like a little pet animal or whatever. But they didn't always end up being that. Um, you know, John, John, uh, I, I think. Um, Said, oh, we need we need some more hybrid animals. Um, there's a lot of hybrid animal sort of imagery, you know, different types of animals mashed together in this project. And I said, um, okay, uh, or, or maybe I said that. But then John said, can we have a monkey riding on the back? Um, and I said, yeah, yeah. How about a cowboy monkey? And then um, John <laughs> quickly googled cowboy monkey and discovered um, a real cowboy monkey called, called Whiplash, who's a personal hero of both of ours now. And then we laughed for 20 minutes about <laughs> how, how delightful he is. And um, we sort of based the, the character. Um, he, ended up, he ended up being called Whiplash Escargo. Um, yeah, because he's riding a snail back. He's, he's, he's riding, riding a snail. snail. Yeah, I, I decided to throw away the – then I just decided to forget about the original idea of a hybrid animal and just have a snail instead. Um, so that's sort of like a, a really good microcosm of sometimes if, if John and I were working together on an idea – how it sort of went like back and forth and then a lot of laughter um not too much pain at all um <laughs> and then you know and then you know more often than not um you know it was like all good i'd go back and refine it and this is all happening like you know hopefully you're getting a trade done in, in a couple of hours you know at a certain point some trades wow. took half a day some trades took 10 minutes you know a lot of the you know, we've got earrings, which are simpler to do. And depending on exactly what is going on with a particular trait, you know, there's a time difference in, in what it took. And, you know, towards the end, I think John just let me rip because we, we were really running out of time. And I was uh, there was a period of time where I was having to bust out 30 different traits in a day, which was hard to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. So I think, yeah. I think John was like, you know, if, if I can just streamline this by just letting Tim do stuff and then um I'd, I'd give him an info dump at the end of the day um which i think it, it worked out I and mean, you know it, it all yeah. worked out in the end and i was but, i was uh, sort of more i think i was more focused on building the community at that stage because i mean yeah. that's sort of a part of the picture that we're missing in this conversation the, the community the artwork's important and everything and obviously the artwork for us is very important because we're artists um and coming from that that perspective we're not like you know developers or, or whatever um but pfps are all about community and and um uh to our delight like the the community has just uh for this project has just been extraordinary like um 
I guess in part because of um, just how unique the artwork itself is and how it's sort of how many um, sort of weird sort of nostalgic traits uh, like weird film references and and uh, 90s horror movies and and childhood sort of references and all the different stuff that we've sort of brought into um, into this project people have just it's just really attracted uh, a really thriving uh, community and if you um, I mean that's just like where you can join the discord but if you go to the general chat at any in any moment there's just this constant stream of um, of people just chatting and you know getting to know each other making jokes talking about like weird films talking about toddler pillars uh, it's just and there's contests going at any time there's um we've got this wonderful group of mods um kind of you know entertaining and and um and challenging people there's this entire sort of um uh economy has evolved with within our discord where there's like this currency called larval gems and people are earning larval gems through participating in in various things um and uh Songwriting like contest. Songwriting <laughs> contest. Wow. They even made Toddler Pillar, um, what are they called? Toddler Pillar. Yeah, if you scroll down on there, you'll see the, the, the chat, although, you know, maybe someone will say something inappropriate because you never know. You scroll <laughs> it is Discord. Yeah, scroll But it's a very, very, very creative community, I, you know, I, I, and I feel that um, because of the way that we've incorporated um, so many of the ideas and, um, you know, vibing off everybody's uh, what they want to see in the toddler pillars and, and sort of folding that into what we're doing. I feel that um, the community has a, a real sense of ownership over the project, not just as sort of, you know, fan club members or whatever, but as a, a collaborative partner in the project. Um, and, you know, going forward, because um, this is just the beginning, the for the toddler pillar universe, um, that's going to be a huge part of it, um, and I, th- I think it's going to have to be with the amount of work to come as well. So yeah, wow. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Fired Up Friday's app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play stores. So I guess a part of this, like the community is really important and really central to this. And, and, and for us, we've involved them in our creative process by asking them to suggest traits. And, and also just, I mean, our mods, are, are, they're not just mods now. Like our Discord mods have really actually become um, our, well, my, my advisors and my, um, my team, you know, in, in so many respects. And uh, they've really, and not just them, the community, like we often like kind of I, I at the beginning when I was sort of like trying to figure out how to even what I didn't know what I was doing. I, I was asking some of the OGs, some of the earlier community members within a sort of this kind of there's like different levels of chat when you when you rank up and become different sort of um, you know ranks within the toddler pillar discord where people who had been around for a while had access to a special chat and I was asking them you know, I was jamming ideas with them on how to, how to build this community. And they were, they were heavily involved in, in that side of things. And even when we we're sort of working out the roadmap side of things as well. So they really have helped co-create this whole thing with us. Um, and it's been wonderful. Like there's just, and, and I think one of the things, the unique things about our, our, our community is like, there's a lot of uh, PFP projects out there with discords that have like tens of thousands of members and if you go in there, there's not a lot of activity. There's a lot right. of people who joined and and they left, but they didn't, you know, they didn't actually remove themselves from the Discord, but they've sort of lost interest. There's a lot of bots. There's a lot of things. We've been sort of pruning the bots the whole way and sort of making sure that our community are actual humans who are interested. Um, yeah. And that's why you'll see more activity on our Discord than you would on a Discord with, like, tens of thousands of, of members uh, and, yeah. and, a, and a higher quality of, of um, engagement as well. Like people, 
not just saying when mint, when moon, when Lambo. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see like people like asking each other about their lives and like um, sharing about like, um, you know, weird sort of films that they're into or, you know, um, really, you know, there's, some, there's been some real, real strong relationships built in there. And I think it's, um, I think our project has, has it, it's going to be funny if someone writes when Lambo while, while we're, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're definitely active. There's like a message every minute. Yeah. And not every actually, minute, not actually every, every few seconds. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, when Lambo, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, I think that there's something about the toddler pillar artwork and the traits that have attracted a certain type of person, people mm-hmm. who have uh, sort of similar sort of related interests. Um, and there's someone in saying, what is a whitelist? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, and also it's just, uh, there's just a lot of like minds in there. So people are really getting along basically, but yeah, we wow. have other plans like with the toddler pillars. We want to, um, maybe bring it back to the slideshow again so I can kind of talk about it just briefly while sure. we're, um, sure. <laughs> yeah. But what we want to do is, um, we're, we're going to, we're making a, a second collection called the Chimera Pillars mm-hmm. and, um, and the Chimera Pillars is basically, I think if you scroll down actually don't bother scrolling down but the chimera pillars is like uh, another collection of um like another sort of 10k sort of collection which is like more of an animal mashup like they're, they're still sort of caterpillar shapes but all of the traits or not all of the traits but the the form itself is sort of just a mashup of different animals like a chimera mm-hmm. uh and um and that's so we've already started working on that um and uh, basically people, uh, toddler pillar token holders will receive a chimera pillar like a free chimera pillar. If, if they have one at that's at that date of release. Um, wow. we're also next year we'll be working on sort of building a blockchain based game based on the toddler pillars as well. So there'll be some sort of gamified element, some way you can use them in a sort of fun, in a fun sort of game gamified sort of context. Um, we want. Wow. I, I really want to turn this into an animated series for for adults as well. As well, that's not so much on the roadmap, but it's something. I don't want to put something on the roadmap until we've sort of taken steps towards something. But I, I want to sort of team up with, with a, um, you know, team up with a, a an animation an animation studio who can sort of bring these guys to life, and I want to then take that that sort of uh, what do you call it pilot and and pitch it at Adult Swim. Or if Adult Swim isn't interested, just get it out there somehow, you know. Um, and uh, there's so much. We're going to have real-world toddler pillar meetups at my gallery in Melbourne, Australia, but only toddler pillar token holders can can actually come. Like it'll be like kind of like a ticketed event, but the the ticket is the token. Um, and we'll have we're going to have them in in New York and and Los Angeles as well. So we wow. we've got those lined up for next year. Um, I don't know. There's so many things we're going to do. A, we, we want to do a series of a line of toys. Like um, uh, my, my, my vision is to have it as a, like a Mr. Potato head uh, like toy, but the, the, in the shape of a toddler pillar. And then, you know how Mr. Potato has, has the little holes and you put the eyes in there or the different sort of expressive eyes. I was just thinking like the toddler pillar, but you get all the traits and it's almost like, I feel like Mr. Potato head was the first um, PFP NFT. except not so randomized it depends on what you wanted you know (laughs) yeah wow hey doggy (laughs) yeah this is peach she's actually a trait too she's got um she's got (laughs) deficits in the cognitive department but she's very lovable (laughs) as you can see there's not much going on behind those I made her into a, into a rabid bonnet-wearing little chihuahua um, in the the, uh, the toddler pillar project. So she's she's a guest star as well. She's got a cameo. <laughs> if you hold her in any position, she just starts falling asleep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, like that's for real. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. She really is just a teddy. Like she's not like, look at this. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. It's it's sounds wow. I had no idea you had all that all the all those things going on. That is that's yeah. I mean, we're really like focused on the 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 actual NFT. Like there's so much work involved in actually the lead up to mint. Um, right. But as soon as that's done, this is when we kick into the next the next phase. Although we have started on the Chimera pillar, so. You know, that's kind of we've already started on that path. Yeah, I'd rather just I'd oh, rather yeah. produce for that over six months than six weeks. I think, I think that's going to be the key for that yeah. next step. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're we have to a... keep uh, Tim alive. That's a, that's a part. <laughs> keep Tim alive. Keep Tim alive. Start a petition. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a short commercial break, and then we're going to talk about this uh, this. New York City Times Square billboard. I have some a picture of it too to show the audience. <laughs> so we'll be right back after this commercial break. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Fired Up Friday's app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play stores. All right, all right, all right. We're back from commercial break here. So now we want to talk about this. Uh, I saw this the other day and I was like, wow, this big billboard in the middle of Times Square during NFT week in New York City. Like, wow, you guys must have been excited about this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like um, when I found it, like, uh, so we're, we've partnered with a, um, this gallery. Um, they're kind of more than a gallery that like their name's uh, Super Chief Gallery. Uh, NFT, and they were the very first uh, brick and mortar sort of commercial gallery that uh, special that actually exhibited NFTs in the physical space in the entire world. Um, they 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 start, but they have been a physical gallery for over ten years. I think like twelve years or something. And uh, one of their things that like something that they're bringing to this project is um, sorry, there's traffic. Uh, something that they're bringing to this project is um, their sort of marketing connections and uh, they're very, very connected in the traditional media world as well as the uh, NFT uh, space, uh, you know, as far as like all of the media goes. But also they're really passionate about getting NFTs up on giant billboards. <laughs> so that's how this happened. Yeah, it's got some awful sound effects there. I guess someone was <laughs> there was probably some traffic nearby. But um, I was yeah, trying to click that, in it to make it bigger, but I don't think it's Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Um I guess you you could do that and then That's all right. Yeah, so basically um this happened in Times Square in New York City um during the um NYC NFT um convention. Yeah. Wow. And, and uh, how did and, you pull this off? Like, well, I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm still, I, I still can't believe it. Like, it feels like, is this real? Like, it's so big. It's, it's huge. You know? Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be a lot smaller, to be honest. Like, I did not know. Like, look at those tiny little people, you know. Like, I didn't know it was going to be that big. In fact, I put out a promotional image of a small billboard sort of just to advertise the fact that this was happening. So, um <laughs> Yeah, wow. that was a bit misleading, but I guess this is this was a nice surprise for people. Yeah, it's gigantic. Um, uh, apparently, yeah, there's an even bigger one happening in Tokyo, so um, and a much bigger billboard than that. So I don't know when wow. that's happening, but yeah. Wow! So you guys are like going all out like this. This this is really what got me like super excited. I was already excited because you know I got to know you, but seeing this. I'm sure it fired up the entire community. Like yeah, it really, it really fired them up. It did. Um, and I think that the, I feel like the, the images and the video of this is probably what, I mean, the thing is there were what, I, I don't know, there could have been like an extraordinary amount of people there at the time. But I, I would say that most people who witnessed that probably had no idea what they had just seen. It's like, what the fuck did I just see? Sorry. I, I'm not <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I just see? 
uh, and you know maybe they they caught the word toddler pillars and and went and had a look at it. But the the amount of times that when after this this imagery was posted and shared and all the videos and the amount of times that was retweeted that was quite extraordinary. Like this the this um this video went pretty viral on Twitter and and Instagram I think as well, but mainly on Twitter. Um, and a lot of other videos of the same moment because there were lots of people capturing it. Yeah. Wow. That's that's surreal. Like for those of you listening right now, we're looking at a billboard in the middle of Times Square, a very, very large billboard, like the one that you see everything on because you can see the small people and all the toddler pillars are just coming up one by one by one like a screen. So you definitely want to see the video version of the podcast so you can catch this. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, wow. How many people can say they've been in Times Square on the billboard? Like, not that many people. It's a real yeah, moment I mean, for me in my, my career, that's for sure. Like, I, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. <laughs> so all those hours in the bed and, and killing your back, <laughs> and it, it's paying off right yeah. here. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it goes all the way. As a teenager, you know, like when I was, you know, the the first the first time I ever put my work out in public was, you know, doing little black and white zini comics when I was still in high school and like leaving them around music stores, you know. Um, and yeah, it's it quite quite the journey to go from from there to a, a massive billboard in Times Square and then in Tokyo, like it's. It's crazy to me. This all this last sort of toddler pillar part of the the career journey has, um, yeah, it's been wild, totally wild, like beyond beyond anything that I've been involved in for. Um, so really grateful wow. to John getting me involved. You know, Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Are you ready to be a better you? Visit theabundantlion.com today. I'm glad we we chose Super Chief. Like, I mean, that was just totally. like I, I mean, I knew that they was were able to make amazing things happen, but I didn't quite know the scale of it at that stage. You know, like I, you know, I kind of knew about their reputation and their con- contacts and stuff. Um, and and I knew about like Ed Zipko, the you know the Super Chief um owner. I knew about his um his passion. You know, uh, and and he he um. I mean, they've also uh, shown and represented like some really famous artists who I, I personally really admire, including um, Ron English, who's like a bit of a hero. Um, uh, so I kind of knew that, that that was a good choice <laughs> to go with right. them, uh, but I didn't really quite uh, get the the um, just how amazing that could, you know. I didn't quite know what that would lead to at that stage. Uh, and they also uh, teamed us up with EtherCards, who are our smart contract developers, and they're also a very, very impressive team who have um, done incredible things in the NFT space. Wow! So, so who is Super Chief in EtherCards? <laughs> so, Super Chief Gallery are like our partners in 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 marketing, and um, I mean, also a level of production. And I guess they're also, I mean, they were responsible for us making contacts that like they've got the relationship with EtherCards. They're the reason that we have EtherCards. So that's kind of their role in the production. Um, and not just that, like these guys, it's not just up to Mint as well. Like um, they also get a percentage of our royalties as well. So there's an ongoing sort of um, relationship there. Uh, Cause I don't know, I don't know how much you know about NFTs, but uh, every time an NFT is resold on um, OpenSea, the creators get a, uh, a royalty. So we're splitting that some of that with these guys. So there's an ongoing kind of uh, relationship where they'll continue to promote this for for many years to come. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, so they're that on, they're is on, amazing. It's like they're they're in our team, not just up until Mint, but forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel that we're in such good hands. Like. When we when we started this, it was it was like okay, I better get drawing and well, you know, like it's sort of it's all just happened. Yeah. But you know, to be at this point now where we're so close to mint and having um, you know 
the community, the mods. But um, on top of that, like we're all we're, we're all sort of cocooned by super cheap on one end, and Eve cards on the other, taking care of all of that stuff that um, John and I maybe aren't so good at. But these people are like they're the best, you know. Like I mean, yeah. it's we're very very lucky, and it's um, only going to do great things for the you know the project and the projects going forward you know but i would say that like my role is probably more of a marketing role as well um and that's one of my passions um yeah. i might not have all of the contacts that super chief has but i i've definitely um like my like as far as social media marketing goes i'm just um i'm kind of obsessed with that like that's kind of <laughs> that's my thing that's uh and that's my that's been my my thing for a long time while i've built up uh Baynard Gallery, you know, my, my gallery in Melbourne, um, and just, I guess, my, my own profile as an artist as well. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of – but then having their support as well, you know. And also Ether Cards have a pretty – a significant following as well. So all three combined um, So because the Ether Cards have been promoting us pretty heavily as well. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's funny you you mentioned Ether Cards, so that's 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 kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and and how what is Tim's role in this? I, I know besides killing himself in the bed and designing Tim's <laughs> role is killing himself in the bed. <laughs> killing himself in the bed sounds sound, that sounds wrong. But uh <laughs> <laughs> um, well I mean that was really all I had time to do while I was doing the art. But um now I'm I've got more time to do stuff like this. Um, you know, I'm much more involved in uh traditional side of things and coming and looking and after this we've got um a twitter space i'm not quite sure is it with these yeah, cards or super cheap? happening in uh uh 47 minutes so yeah at some point we've got, we're to talking stop this I've got to, yeah that'll be um hosted by ether cards fired up friday we'll be right back after these messages Get your motivation every week straight to your inbox. Visit steveryan.com today. That's steveryan.com today. I'll just, I'll let you know what they do just briefly. I mean, I'm probably not the best person with my limited technical understanding, (laughs) Uh, but they, well, they launch projects like ours. Um, They do the smart contracts. They also have their own uh, sort of, uh, token as well which is ether the ether cards but they're actually building a platform uh, that's it they're, re- they're that's rebranding soon. they're building a platform where creators like any creator can launch their own projects without knowing the smart contract side of things that's so it. Like, it's like a self-service kind of like that's not what they've got now but they've almost they're almost ready to launch something where you can launch your own nft projects like a pfp project or whatever but also you can even use certain tools that they've got on there to gamify the PFP and sort of build in all kinds of utility, which um, you would normally need to pay someone, you know, a lot of money to do. Yeah. Yes. Very Okay. They're doing. Yes. 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 Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Fired Up Friday's app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play stores. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. They so have, maybe yeah. They have enough. you want to get involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, Andres from Singapore or something like that. Oh, he's the, he's the the CEO. So yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense because so they because they so they want to get the word out to creators yeah. and stuff about. Okay. That yeah. Because I I you know I had a good feeling about them because of the way they approach. So I was like, yeah, you know, just come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're really cool. And um, if you want to interview someone with a lot of passion and and. Uh, who's like a good speaker and just really has a good story. Andreas is, is he's, he's awesome to listen to as well. Like he's, he's a good speaker. Yeah. Wow. That's he makes this stuff understandable too. You know, like I, when I was listening to him talk about this stuff, I, something clicked for me because I'm, I'm very new to this <laughs> space myself. Um, yeah. And a lot of it goes over my head. You know, it's, it is, it is complex, yeah. but having somebody who knows what they're talking about and can communicate that is so 
invaluable. And um, yeah, he's he's the man to do that. Um, I had I had wow. I had some moments with him speak where I was like, "What? Wow!" Like you know, it, <laughs> I understood what he was saying, and it was like, "That's incredible!" Yeah. Like the technology <laughs> that they're they're bringing in, and it's um, yeah, it's, they're doing all kinds of really interesting things. Um, yeah. yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Wow. Yeah, so we, we really lucked out and uh, got them as our developers because, like, I, you know, I mean, that was that was because of Super Chief as well because Super Chief have, have a long a long relationship with EtherCard, so that's that's how that happened. Yeah, that's going to be cool what they're doing for for artists, and, and it's so cool that they're involved behind tot, tot, Totler Pillars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. It's cool that our project is one of their first sort of projects that they're launching like it's kind of like will be a part of the history of what they do next which is awesome yeah wow and and wow so this this is an amazing and this is just an amazing project and really what what really stands out when i think about toddler pillars is the community the fact that you want to do so many things i mean and the people who are already interested a lot of them may not even know all of this stuff that is coming up like, you know, the gaming stuff potentially and uh, everything you want to do, everything you just talked about, like, that's so exciting, you know, <laughs> like, like, wow. They're excited. They're so passionate. It's it's so, we, we both feel so grateful for the level of enthusiasm that we're seeing for this stuff, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like just the whole community camaraderie it is this is going to be a really, really exciting project. You know, I, I, I see the, pro- I have a feeling this project is going to do s- extremely well. Yeah. I'm really exactly. feeling like that's, it, it feel, definitely feels that way. Like um, I always, I mean, obviously I believed in it. That's why we, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, <laughs> just the, the response to it has exceeded my expectations uh, and, and it's, and it's growing every day. I mean, there's, I, I go into I go into a lot of just Twitter spaces, just random Twitter spaces. I spend a lot of time in Twitter spaces, like just talking and and uh, getting to know people. But people just they know toddler pillars even before I've met them. You know, they're just like, oh my god, it's toddler pillars. <laughs> you know, and they invite me up to co-host and share, and they're just they're, people in this space are really excited about toddler pillars. Yeah, yeah, and the world is going to be excited about toddler toddler pillars too. You know, when people yeah, see that's like- thing as well. Um, I think we're like there's something um, about our project that is attracting a lot of people who have never bought NFTs before. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of people getting on the white list um, who are who want to be in the pre-sale who have never bought an NFT and are asking all kinds of questions like, "How do I do this?" You know, and we've got yeah. people in the community sort of walking them through that. So that's cool. Yeah. So, so for for people who are listening and watching this, if they want to get involved, um, will it be on your website, Toddler Pillar, like a link to your Discord and everything? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, there'll be a link to the Discord on the website um, and our Twitter, and um, yeah, basically, uh, the best thing you could do is go to the Toddler Pillars Discord, um, and there'll be a prominent link on our website for that. But go to the Toddler Pillars Discord or um, or the Toddler Pillars Twitter, and the Discord link will be through there as well. Um, and uh, and go into the general chat and say, "Hey, I'm new here. Can someone help me? <laughs> Tell me what this is all about." <laughs> I, I heard I heard this on on Steve's show. Um, how do I get in the whitelist? Although by the time this releases, there will be no way to get on the whitelist. But there'll be a public sale, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> the whitelist is closing within hours, so there will be a. I mean, there will be an opportunity for people who hear this to to um, to mint a toddler pillar. It just won't be. Um, it won't be during the pre the pre sale. Yeah, right, right. Sorry, and people. even after the public sale, there'll be <laughs> even after the public sale, there'll be a chance for people to purchase toddler pillars from OpenSea on yeah. the secondary market. So you know, this is ongoing. Yeah. And and did you say what date the public sale was, or that hasn't been set yet? The public sale is uh, I haven't fully announced that yet, but um, it's uh, let's see. We won't hold you to it. <laughs> it's an it's estimate. 18th or 16, 17, 18th or nineteenth. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm just, okay. I just, I had to do the maths, but I, I've got to look at that. Yeah. But you could always go into the Discord and say, when's this happening? <laughs> <laughs> when then it'll be that. <laughs> and, and so for somebody who's new to NFTs, once they go into your disc, Discord, I, they'll get the help as far as, you know, how to mend oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. People will help them for sure. I just want to go into the Discord now and have a look at what the date okay. was so that I can let's see. Sure. Yeah, the community is is super welcoming of um, new people. Like it's very, very, very friendly and helpful, and um, yeah, just filled with you know smart, creative people who are just very enthusiastic about the project, and you know they want to help. So yeah, it's a it's a good good place to be. Yeah. So basically, in 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 my mind, and what got me so excited about Totla Pillars is the fact that you're getting into a community and, and that's, yeah. that's priceless. And that's what yeah. people want now. They want community. Like totally. a real community. <laughs> what have we been, what have we been through in the last couple of years? You know, like John, John and I living in Melbourne, like we've been so locked down and isolated from everybody. And it's been, um, you know, I've, I've said this in other places, but um, the, the community is the, is the best thing that's come out of this. Um, for me, like on a sort of personal emotional level, like I didn't know I, I did it. Um, yeah, you know, art for me has always been a place where I can be alone, you know, I can sit in a room by myself and be inside my own head and make, create worlds and explore stories and you know, like dream and, and, and do those things. Um, but when you're forced to do that for you know, 263 days of a year and um. Uh, as or more as as we went through here and you know across the world it, it you know when john got me involved i, I think that or even predict that this would be such a huge part of it um for me um it's just it's so i'm so so grateful for that um just on a personal level you know it's amazing wow it's You're great an to awesome see friend. <laughs> It's just great to see other people, I think, feeling the same way as well, you know. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it's so cool just to sort of be meeting all these people from all over the world and having these great conversations. And um, I, I get, uh, you know, I, I see a lot, I see a lot of comments about how, you know, a lot of these projects that, you know, the artists and developers are just these shadowy figures who never appear and, and stuff. And it's, you know, I'm in the Discord quite a, quite a lot these days, you know, I've spent, more than a few um, weekend nights, you know, sipping some beers in the backyard and just chatting for hours and hours and hours. And it's, um, yeah, I don't know. People seem to be surprised by that. Um, but I'm just like, this is what art is about. It's about communication and about um, reaching out. And it's, it's that space between, you know, art is that space between, I'm getting metaphysical here, but it's art is that space between two consciousnesses, you know. I mean, you can produce something, you can put it out into the world. Um, but you know, unless somebody is communicating their response or their, you know, their ideas about that back at you, you're just shouting into the void, you know, and, um, right. nobody wants to be shouting into the void right now, you know, something's happening in the world and it's, it's, um, I don't know, like it, it feels cool to be part of whatever that is in a, in a small way. And I think it's a positive way. So yeah, it's good. Definitely. Wow. <laughs> Well, we'll take a short commercial break here and then we'll be right back to wrap it up. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Come and tap into the worldwide audience of Fired Up Fridays. Do you have an inspiring story? Have you gone through any type of challenges but you found a way to make it through? We would love to hear your story on Fired Up Fridays. Visit steveryan.com today. All right, all right, all right. So we've had some great information about the toddler pillars and all this awesome thing. And wow, it's this has been great. Like this, this is. I'm, I know you two have to be super excited. Like your whole team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, so basically, if anyone want to know more about toddler pillars, just go to toddlerpillar dot com or hit, or you know go to him on Twitter. So. Is there any um, last minute words that you would like to share with the audience or? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess um, 
you know, I guess I just really encourage uh, people to, you know, a, a massive part of this is is community, obviously, and that's what sort of these PFP projects are about. And I just encourage anyone who's curious to, you know, come and uh, join our, our Discord and um, and just just uh, come in and, and start chatting to people and just see how see how things go. You know, I mean, see. Um, ask any questions you may have. Like people are just so helpful in there, regardless of whether they're mods or not. Like if you're curious, even if you have no idea about any of this NFT stuff, you're like, you know, people will answer. Like people won't make anyone feel silly for asking any questions in there. You know, there's there's um, people are really um, into this idea of educating people in this this new space and and um, and the technology within the toddler pillar community and um and yeah you'll find people can hold your hand through whatever process you need to to get you to the point where you're minting a toddler pillar or or minting something else you know i mean there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the nft space wow. and i think it's important to also sort of mention that the, this this particular project toddler pillars is just the beginning of um where we're going with this you know so it isn't you know, it's just just because the whitelist um, might be closed by the time this goes to air. That you know, there's there's more coming. There's there's more projects coming. There's and you know, being part of of the community is um, fun of itself. But you know, it's um, there's more to come. You know. Yeah, and if you do miss the whitelist, there's also the public sale on the yeah. on the nineteenth. Uh, uh, so that's the nineteenth of November. And um, where everyone can mint if, if, you know, until it sells out, I guess. And then there's the, the secondary market on OpenSea where people will be reselling, you know, some of them and there'll be, there'll be um, many opportunities to get involved. Oh, awesome. We're all excited. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for coming on the show and, um, you know, looking forward to you again when some more amazing things are coming up and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to get my toddler pillars. Yay. I'm awesome. excited. Thank you so much. Dude. All right. You guys thank take you. care now. Bye-bye. Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to feel inspired? Then come and get your I Am Strong merch. It's smooth on the skin. And guess what? When you wear it, people will be asking, where did you get that shirt? Where did you get those clothes? And you can say, I am strong. Come on over to steveryan.com today. 